When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now I believe we're going to get the podcast started. Episode three. Six. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? What a dick. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Robert Nixon Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that loves all of the listeners in Syracuse and welcomes them with open arms while keeping an eye on our wallet. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, the man who is to pizza, was considering John is to Coors Light. It's <laughs> Vinnie Paulino, everyone. I keep multiple chains in business. Also, you might know him from the creep-off as the voice of Syracuse. You might know him as the host of the creep-off roast, but more than likely, you don't know him at all. It's Brian McBride, everybody. It's for the best. You can just keep going. Welcome to the show, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. It's we were lovely just, to be here. We were just doing a creep-off bonus episode over at the other studio, uh, the three of us, and I said, Brian, come over and let's uh, continue to hang out. Let's yeah, keep it going. Fun. I haven't stopped giggling. Let's keep the laughs going, right? <laughs> oh, my God. We watched a video on this. I'm not going to tell anybody about it, but all I'm just going to say is a guy had a lot of explaining to do to his <laughs> wife. <laughs> With the wife's like, all right, I'm keeping the dog, and you're out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's put uh, it that way. Yeah, so that's on the uh, Creep Off Patreon. There's your teaser. Very good. Please go to whoarethese.com. You get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to the merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month and you can watch the unedited show live or whenever you want we leave the links up there for people to check out sometimes it sounds good sometimes it doesn't sometimes it sounds great (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i will we'll see anyway uh we do have a bonus show coming up next week early next week with the great reverend bob levy we'll be checking out easy for you to say Mm -hmm. another installment of that (laughs) volume 19 well yeah what are we up to nine or ten uh something like that i think it's nine yeah i can't get through this book Every chapter is. I, I want to start over again when we get done with it. it well, at this point, it's all familiar. It's crazy. Yeah, everything I hear now, I'm just like, <laughs> I know he's talked about this 80 times on the podcast. Yeah. Have I have I listened to this chapter yet? I don't know. It's hard to tell. He's speaking coherently. Well, so it's, it's such weird. a good read. I mean, <laughs> I can't put it down. Yeah, also, is that as like well produced as John gets that book? That book? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen his show? It's not yeah, Carl, produced. I have. I'm <laughs> just not... saying, but like, uh, <laughs> less is more. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Little Stinkers Podcast. This was a suggestion from Japanese fart enthusiasts in the Discord. We have all listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. It's a show that's hosted by Mike Rainey and co-hosted by John DiCallo and Jake Madera- Madera. Jake Matera, something like that. And uh, the episode I checked out also had Ryan Foster on the show. He really made it, too. It really put him over the top. What's Ryan Foster? Well, they needed, really? they needed that hot guy energy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they were looking for when they brought him onto the show. 
So little stinkers. It's interesting. The person who suggested this was like, well, you know, it's a bunch of open micers talking over each other and tagging everyone's jokes and laughing. And that's the sense that I got, too. And then people are telling me, like, oh, I like that show. Or, oh, I'm checking that show out right now. It's a great show. And I'm like, wait, what? What's going on here? I, I was feel, confused. I'm going to say this. After listening to it, I feel like all of these guys probably individually are fine. But together, it's not great. <laughs> like, okay. the final product here is just, like, what am I listening to? Because, Carl, everybody knows. You and I know true crime shows. And that's what this is masquerading itself as. Correct. So, basically, this guy... Mike Rainey, I'll get into his history in a little bit. I did a little research on this today, but he's kind of the star power of the show. He brings his buddies on to do the show with them under the guise of, I'm going to talk about a serial killer, or I'm going to talk about whatever true crime story I want to talk about. And then the other guys are there just to whatever, I, I don't fill time or maybe derail the conversation over and over again, it seems like. To make sure you can't follow anything that's happening. Right. Yeah. To make sure if you were interested in the story he's telling, that you will definitely tune out and go find the information somewhere else, is what the other guy's purpose is. Let me start off, before they even get into the true crime, it starts with the ball busting. Oh, this is some good ball busting. And the other thing I want to point out here is the tagging of jokes. These jokes are endlessly tagged. I would call them toe-tagging, these fucking jokes, because they're all fucking DOAs. (laughs) John, you look awesome in that chair. I feel like you're being prepped for when you're a quadriplegic. (laughs) I feel very Professor X right now. Breathe into the mic. Professor Sex. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think... I'm you're making call. me horny. <laughs> Improv. Yeah, you're, you're built like you're learning to walk again. <laughs> Thanks. You do have a crippled man's legs. There's no muscle on those. Yeah. Yeah. I should yeah. be you ripped, hike dude. so much. I know. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah. If he wants to cross him, he's got to pick it up by his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a, a YouTube video. We are watching the video if you're listening to this. And what you're seeing here is four gentlemen sitting very uncomfortably close to each other in a living room. One of them is two of them. All right, there's five guys. You know what I hate? <laughs> <laughs> Where? I'm hungry. No, but hold on a second. <laughs> the police saw the guy on the right was like, break it up. Yeah. <laughs> here's what I hate. That guy, that's Jake, right? Jake, yeah. Okay, here's what I hate about this guy. The second I saw him, he pissed me off. Because he's exactly what the listeners of this show think I look like. Hey, I know! I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I that's mean, easily 1.1 1. 1 of Vinny. This guy is two of me. Okay, and I don't get right. to say that often. All right, so apparently... I'm going to pile on. Apparently they have a coin that they toss to determine what type of show they're going to do that day. And they describe what this coin looks like. So now this is our official coin. Evan, thank you again, boss. Yeah, it couldn't be a more appropriate flipping device for this. And it came one week after Danny Dubbs brought back like this awesome coin. (laughs) 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 What's on it? You got the chase on one side and then... OJ in the slammer on the other. God it's damn, that fucking rules. so meta, it fucking makes me come. <laughs> Joe, I haven't oh. watched Blackbird yet, but I would like to see that. <laughs> I'm just imagining the guy making that in his basement. Just type interracial. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, honey? This was uh, definitely limited edition. <laughs> What's meta about that? So OJ behind bars on one side and the chase on the other side. How was that meta? What does that mean? What's he talking about? Um, I think he just used the word because he thought it fit because he's 
really stoned or drunk. Being on this show must be exhausting because this is less than three minutes in and I was already rolling my eyes out of my head. Like, what the fuck? Is this going to go on the entire time, Vinny? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it goes is. on the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Who's They're feeding? still doing it right now. There's just not a microphone on. Exactly. So, okay. So now they're going to flip this coin. And because they're terrible at broadcasting, you don't know what happens. They don't explain to you what happens. They just flip a coin, and then they all see it and move on. All right. Flip that motherfucking coin. And let's see what kind of episode we're doing tonight. Here we go. Ah, oh, fucking We did it, it again, boys. It says bad. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> all right. So... That would be like if we spun the wheel of concepts. We're like, whoa, okay, wow, that's pretty cool. All right, Moving see you guys on. next week. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to explain to the listener what just happened because we don't know. And also the viewer. I can't see it on YouTube either. I don't know what's going on. They know what kind of show it's going to be. They don't have to know the answer to the coin. Yeah. I, so apparently when they flip the coin, they determine they're going to do a true crime story. I don't know what the other possibility is. So one of the things that these guys do is they throw out premises for them to then riff on. And they're talking about the Impractical Jokers for some reason. I guess they're big fans of that show. That checks out. Yep. So here's the premise. What about having the Apostles be the Impractical Jokers? What would that look like? The the, uh, Apostles would have done a good Impractical Jokers. Yeah? With Jesus. Like, Yo, come out of now. Come out of the tube. Put another nail into his hand. <laughs> Go give him a kiss. Go give him a kiss. Yeah. All right, send in the prostitutes to stay at his feet. <laughs> Let's betray right, him for Silva. Uh, we have a real piece of shit for you guys tonight. You have four pieces of shit for us tonight, <laughs> from what I can tell. What was that? Hey, guys, how about this happens? They're like, yeah, okay. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. But he wouldn't you pick up on it from this show? That it's terrible. In fact, you know what? The, how do I start here? There's a, This guy eventually gets to trying to talk about the story that they picked. Mm-hmm. And it was Rodney Akala, who was the uh, dating show killer. Yes, the dating someone, game killer. Yes, Someone we've never covered on the creep off. And I know I'm going to catch shit for this because I did Ted Bundy last week. It was a joke to fucking put Chad Zubach versus Ted Bundy on the vote. Oh, it was a bit. It was meta. Yeah. It was very meta. That's very why you're meta. getting your ass kicked out of the creep off. <laughs> oh. I mean, I couldn't have lost any harder if you would put Rosie O'Donnell on there. Like, dude, it's just I'm fucking screwed. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. so. It's one of those low-hanging fruit, like, true crime stories. Yes. The dating game killer. Oh, do you know how many women have drank countless bottles of wine talking about this guy? Infinity? Pairs. Is that a number? Thousands <laughs> of pairs of them. Yes. So I was listening to this, and they start to, uh, I believe, my clip, Stinkers 2. Clip yes. 2. Um, they start talking about this, and for some reason, Jake... Just derails this whole thing spectacularly. Watch this. <sighs> all right. All right. Yeah, so initially I texted Ryan. I was like, all right, we're going to do Timothy McVeigh. But as I researched him, there was only one funny thing that I found out about him. Okay. You want to hear what it was? <laughs> yeah. He drove uh, to Waco, Texas when they set fire to the Branch Davidian compound, and he was selling anti-government bumper stickers out front. Uh, can I ring the buzzer? Good. Hall of Fame, funny. Ted Kaczynski. Jake, I'm still fucking talking, man. What are you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was guessing. I'm sorry. Right. What did I tell you about the retardation yeah, this on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's tons of it. There wasn't a question. The guy didn't ask a question. He's like, oh, I know. I know the answer. 
No, there was no. I'm I, just I, setting up the show. I like how he did you get the. Nothing. <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. I like how he pretended to have an improv button. Can I ring the button? Yeah. Just shut up. And he just derails the whole guy's train of thought. Like if you and I did the story and we found out that Timothy McVeigh, the guy who blew up the Oklahoma City building, was selling bumper stickers outside of Waco. Yeah. We would probably make some humor out of that. That would be a fun story. This I wouldn't guy, derail you from that conversation. Right. I start listening to this. I'm going. Huh, I didn't know that. And yeah. then fucking, a buzzer. Yeah. What the fuck the show? Well, okay, so They can't get out of their own way. So Jake's, from what I could gather, has never said anything funny in his life. But they always talk about shows that they're doing. Oh, I was just doing the show. And and the, the one guy, Ryan's like, oh, this is, this is my act. I'm like, are these open mics? What are they doing? So I found Jake has a comedy special on YouTube from the Helium of Philadelphia. So I started watching it. Interesting. And he comes out. And he's wearing a flannel shirt and, you know, with another shirt underneath it. And his first five minutes are on how he's dressed. He's one of those guys. I know what you're all thinking right now. Five minutes of flannel humor? Yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, You guys think I was just on the show Roseanne, right? I was the daughter? It's he didn't open with that. Bad. It's bad. That's that's not a real I was, joke. I was going to bring it to the show, and I'm like, well, there's already enough here. We don't need to rip uh, on this poor guy's stand-up. I'm surprised he could stand up. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Well, he said nothing funny. And, no. And here's what's interesting here is he tries to play off this a little bit later. Mm-hmm. My next clip is him trying to play it off about how he just got confused and isn't just a complete idiot. I don't buy it. Uh, you're a Ted Kaczynski man, Jacob? I'm, no. I just, wasn't he? He stopped there, didn't he? He stopped. He was one of the guys that stopped and like watched Waco happen. Really? The, Did he? I thought. The, yeah. the Unabomber. McVeigh was at Ruby Ridge. T dot J dot. Is that who it was? McVeigh. I mix those two up. Kaczynski and McVeigh. I yeah, didn't obviously. think McVeigh had anything to do with Ruby Ridge. McVay, I know he was fired up by Ruby he was Ridge. Pit, right. That was one of the things that set him off. And right? then Waco, the yeah. cancellation of you can't do that on television. As a protester, that is. This yeah. is going great. I don't like bombers. Carl, that is going on my board forever. Would you please hit my bombers clip? Because that is going to be going on the creep off board. Damn. I don't like bombers. <laughs> I don't like these gentlemen. Yeah. They are bombers. They are bombers. The Unabomber was pissed about technology and social media. Mm-hmm. He wasn't concerned about Before Waco. Before existed. Why didn't we listen to that guy? Why didn't we just let him blow up a couple other people? And then just listen. I'm Team Ted. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but there's I'm people fine who, with who it. are anti Ted. I didn't realize. All right, so this is the uh, introduction to tonight's stinker. So the show's called Little Stinkers, and that's because ah, oh, gosh darn it, these serial killers—they sure are stinkers. Oh my god! All God's. right, y'all, y'all ready to hear about tonight's stinker? This Let's gentleman go. is known as the dating game killer, Rodney Alcala. Oh, Never yeah. heard of him. Really? Well, yeah. Is he Buckle up, brother. from like the sixties? <laughs> yeah, seventies, I think. Yeah. yeah, and he's like he's been on TV. He has. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen that before, but mm-hmm. that's the only thing I know about this guy. Well, then why are you talking? So what? <laughs> I, I think I've seen this guy before. Like, shut up! This guy has all the information. He's gonna give it to you. So like, the why thing- do you think you have to talk? Wow. What's the point of that? The thing that he's makes- talking for two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we get into a literal dick measuring contest because for whatever reason, they're talking about the weird-looking dude and how much he weighs, and he's talking about, oh, well, I'll stand on the scale and we can guess. They're looking at a chat the whole time, too. People are chatting with them. 
So then, for some reason, this guy, Mike Rainey, is told that he's got to do a dick measuring thing. He's like, yeah, I'll fucking do that. If you want to throw out Mike's dick size in the chalice, <laughs> let him fly, man. 80 inches. <laughs> I'll, yeah, if you want to do dick size, I'll, I'll go with it. I'll be, I'll give you an honest measurement too. <laughs> well, I mean, at what? Your 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 smallest? At your biggest? At your medium? We got how much blood's in the in the system at that point? I'm talking rock hard. It is baby. summer. Rock hard. We're going rock hard numbers. Yeah. Who the fuck does a a dick measuring contest with their flats in? I've never heard of such a thing. It's like, all right, do you get <laughs> just chubbed up, or what are we doing here? It's like, well, no, what was the full erection? Yes. I mean, that's when you measure the size of your penis because it really kind of doesn't matter otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is this guy so excited about? Well, let's measure your penis in all these different sizes. Let's find out. I mean, some of us have innies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, negative point two actually is the size of my penis flaccid. I bet whoops. you that Jake guy has the biggest dick there, and no one will ever know. <laughs> including Jake. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Jake, he makes a joke here about because again, this is the dating game killer. So he wants to bring this into the courtroom and say, what if when he was on trial, he turned that into the dating game? And the only way I know that his bit is done is because he starts laughing at it. Mm. Like, he's just like still in dating show mode in the, in the courtroom. Like, Your Honor, I would get you some cotton candy. And then we'd go on the Ferris wheel and I'd whisper in your ear that uh, I was in a play. How long is the special? <laughs> it's like 50 minutes. Oh, no. I know. It's like a real special. I mean, oh. what's well, not a real special? Right, right, right. Obviously, but it's, uh, it's the length of a real special for some reason. So. I'm ho- hopefully he actually sits down and writes the jokes down and then performs them because off the cuff, he is not good. Was John Cena there? Because it could have been a Make-A-Wish thing. <laughs> it might have been, yes. Good job, Jacob. <laughs> I laughed all 50 minutes. You can't see me because I'm leaving. <laughs> all right. So now they're talking about Ted Bundy. This is the kind of stuff that Vinny gets into. He gets really excited about Ted Bundy talk. They're talking about how hot of a guy he is, which is what bros do when they get together and just shoot That's the shit. You. First, after our penis measuring contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. after we talk about how big yeah. we are flaccid. Yeah, we break the ice with the measuring and <laughs> yeah. go from there. Here we get right into how hot Bundy is. <laughs> Might be some golfing. or uh... Wasn't Bundy considered hot? He was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was. But... Yeah, but I think it's like 70s hot, too. It is. It's yeah. hard to judge from a different era. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? 70s hot like Vic. <laughs> that, that's the thing. I've never heard guys sit around and talk about how hot someone is, no. but not be able to judge it. Because, well, he was hot in the 70s, so I'm not sure. Like, I honestly can't tell you who a hot guy is or not. And I'm not saying to be like, oh, I'm so masculine and not gay. Like, I literally cannot judge other men. It blows my mind when we go, that guy's hot. And you go, what? Yeah. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I don't. I never get it. At all. So the fact that these guys are like, well, he, he he might be hot. You know, if I was in 1976, I could see where his hair would be dreamy. But <laughs> now, for some reason, the guy, uh, Ryan, who's on the show, I guess they consider him hot, too. So this is Mike talking about how hot Ryan is. <laughs> right. I, I'm being honest when I say this, but if you start murdering people right now, you could conceivably be the hottest murderer ever. It's not too late. What a weird compliment to pay a friend. You'd be a fucking hot serial killer. You know that? Oh, you. <laughs> yeah, you're just saying that. 
I'm blushing. I'm blushing over here. So I guess they had Ryan on the show because the host thinks he's hot and he wanted to hit on him. Because I don't see any other reason to have this guy on the show except for the fact that he likes to put the mic right into his mouth and breathe so heavy. I don't care what they're saying during this clip. Just listen to Ryan breathing into the microphone. Just move the mic away when you're not talking, Ryan. Immediately gets to a payphone, calls police. Please come pretty quickly. But unfortunately, during that time, the cops get to the door. <laughs> They're banging on the door. They see through a window. There's a naked guy in there. And it's Rodney Alcala. He's like, oh, I just got out of the shower. And the cop knows something's up. So they bust in the door. They get in there. They look into the kitchen. And the kid's, like, on the kitchen floor. She's unconscious. Like, he beat her and he strangled her. And he sexually assaulted her as well. Blood, yeah. They're is here? 1968. Oh, <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know what the year has to do with anything. Yeah. You would assume that that would be that. Jacob breathing that heavy. Right. I was going to say that. If I was just listening to the show, I would have been yeah. like, oh, the 500-pound guy. He's trying to catch his yeah. breath from If I down. wasn't watching, I would have thought someone was sleeping. <laughs> well, right. This is why you need headphones. Because someone would be like, dude, knock it off. Get the fucking mic out of your nose. What are you doing with this? It's so obnoxious. But there is a reason why they had Ryan on. It's not just to breathe heavy. It's not just the ASMR effect that he brings <laughs> sure, to the show. Sure. He talks about some of the great jokes he has in his act because they were talking about Ted Bundy, and he's got a zinger. When I got into serial killers as a child, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I wrote Ted. I do a joke about this. <laughs> like I'm like uh, I'm like uh, I hate how everybody likes serial killers now. It's like the hipster thing. I'm like, but you ever bring up Ted Bundy? I'm like, name his first three victims. <laughs> He's like the cool guy. For everybody. It's like so you, you know when somebody likes way. a band that you've loved forever. You're like right. get the fuck out of yeah. here, yeah. Ted yeah. Bundy. They're wearing the Bundy T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's one of his jokes from his act, guys. He liked Ted Bundy before it was cool. Get yeah, it? but did he have an oversized flannel shirt prop? Well, you wouldn't want to steal from his buddy's act, obviously. <laughs> you don't want to do that. How far into the show did you make it, Vinny? Not this far, Carl. Okay. <laughs> Not this far. Because what happens later on is they have a transcript from the dating game that the dating game killer was on. And they oh, hands Jesus out the Christ. scripts to everyone to then act it out. And this is a disaster. This is terrible. He's putting a lot of faith in these numbnuts that any of them know how to read. Number one. Oh, wow. Good foreshadowing there, buddy. <laughs> Check this out. Holly was Captain. Tom Holly was dating Captain Tomorrow, the dating game, and welcome to the dating game. And we'll get right underway. It's time to meet our first three eligible bachelors. This is going great. <laughs> Did you have that ready to go? All right. So it starts. That's how it starts. Is this guy's going, I, I don't know what the fuck these words are. I can't read this. And, wow. Yes. So this guy has to do all the reading and he can't. And then it's finally somebody else's turn. And this is Jake fucking up his part. Okay. Here we go. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Bachelor number one. Yes. What's your best? That's what I got. What's your best? And then it goes to Mike. Time. The best time is the night time. Okay, the only funny thing is that he made the big fat guy be like the hot bachelorette sure. on the show, which is, that's kind of funny. Sure. He's the one reading the questions. But I don't know if the scripts are broken or if he's an idiot, but he just starts reading the sentences like, I don't know. I don't know what else is here. For some reason, they don't abort this. I would have gone, give me those back. All right, never mind. Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. You probably anything. should have researched this. <laughs> yeah. Instead, they keep it going. 
First, you'll receive tennis lessons from expert Naomi Basa, the famous for the AC, everyone. The courts. Why do I have so many fucking lines? <laughs> Dude, you're doing good, though. You're the host. I know, but, like, <laughs> you guys don't have any more lines left. I'm, sorry, I'm busy murdering. I'm, I apologize. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? The guy who has all the lines is reading ahead. He's opening up the pages going, am I the only one talking on this fucking thing? What are we doing here? Why are we? Is, am I an impractical joker? What's going on right now? This is amazing. It's terrible. By the way, now's a good time to point out how much money they're making on Patreon. I was just thinking in my head, you're going to tell me some obscene amount and I'm going to get angry. It's half of what WATP makes, thank God. Because I'd be very upset. That makes it double what the creep off makes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> $5,546. They have 1,680 patrons Ugh. on Patreon for this. For this! For this! <laughs> this should have been WATC. This show is terrible. Yeah. And the fact that they pretend that this bro hangout show is a true crime thing is ridiculous. That's what you're offended by? I'm oh. offended by the jokes. You're offended by, oh, this is a true crime? You call this true crime? I'm just saying they're trying to hide a bro podcast. All right. In the most heavy-handed way possible. Speaking of bro podcasts, you can't have a really funny bro podcast if there aren't yo mama jokes. You know, that's one sure of the things. Sure you can. These guys are real comfortable with each other, and you can tell. <laughs> Rich Chef, what kind of candles you got, Mike? Uh, they're all made from John's mom's pussy juice. Oh, my. my How did you get those? <laughs> <laughs> it took a while to congeal. <laughs> In this heat, Jesus, I can't believe you got it. There have been no laughs! What do you mean? I was- None! I would love to tell you that I'm just pulling out these selections of times when they bomb, and they try to tag each other, and it's not funny. Drop the needle anywhere on this show. It's That's all the way through. Is. 100%. All the way through, Benny. You pulled some additional clips. What else do you have from this? Well, uh, I believe this is where Jacob talks about his show and how cool he is doing crowd work. Did you tell you I did that to a lady at a show the other week? You guessed a woman's weight in the I, crowd? I made her stand up. And she was, she was spin for me, pig. <laughs> <laughs> I made her spin. I made her turn, uh, as a turnaround, turn around, turn wave, and then I said, guess how much she weighs? Oh, oh my god, Jake. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Damn. I don't like bombers. <laughs> I see what you did there. Can I just say, yeah. like, he picks out a woman in the crowd and makes her stand up to guess, his, guess her weight. The answer is less than you. Yes. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Why yeah, let's would you let's do start that to at someone? half your size and then work our way down from there. Who is he picking on? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's just hoping if he does a carnival act, funnel cakes will show up. <laughs> yes. And that's why, that's why it intrigued me to go, what is his act? Because all I could think of was that kid from the Angry Video Game Nerd show that we reviewed. Oh, yeah. And they had that one kid on there who was in the band. But he was like more like the hype guy. He didn't, oh, yeah. he didn't sing or play an instrument. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, is this guy like a hype guy in a band, they, maybe? They just strapped a guitar to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a rock band guitar. He's <laughs> pretending to play along. <laughs> everyone, that's what I was hoping was going to happen. But no, the guy actually does stand up or at least attempts to. He's a sit there comic. Now, what I like about this show is that they don't do the yes and thing. That so many other successful shows do. They're like, oh, we're not going to be boxed in no. by agreeing with each other and going along with it. Well, so but far Roddy they've Alcala. been the go ahead. So far they've been the no, and then let's make up incorrect information. <laughs> yes, but Ronnie Alcala ran his high school's yearbook committee. Huh. Doesn't it seem like that's popped up before, where serial killers are on the yearbook committee? 
I can't think of an instance. All right, well, I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I will give him credit. That was a good opportunity to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, that's not a thing that people know about. The yearbook committee. But the yearbook been... committee killer next week on <laughs> Lil Stinkers. But where has this been all episode of like, no, yes. what are we talking about? I, right. That's what that's what threw me off. That's why I pulled that clip because there's so many times I've been like, what? what? Why'd you just say that? Stop talking. Like, <laughs> if the purpose of this is to tell these people the stories and get their reactions to it, tell the story. Stories. Stop asking them what they know about it before you Dude, fucking tell it to them. And also, immediately the guy introduces who this person is, and John over there starts asking him questions about it, specific questions about it. It's like, either he's going to get to it or not, and if he doesn't, he probably doesn't know the answer to it. That's the thing about like these true crime shows where two girls get together, and the one girl is like, oh, I got this story off of Wikipedia, and the other girl starts asking questions. She's like, I don't know the answer to that. It's on their Wikipedia page. I'm like, yeah, of course she doesn't. She's not an expert in the field. She doesn't have expertise around this. She just read a page on the internet. I have a degree in criminology, and I love wine. I've never heard that <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, no. No, exactly. None of them study criminal justice. Exactly. None of them their master's degree. This is great because our, our fearless host sets up this next piece of information with, you're going to love this. And when I hear that, I am bending my head a little bit. I'm listening in real close, like, okay. All right, you guys are going to love this. From 1964 to 1968, Rodney Alcala attended UCLA and got his Bachelor of Fine Arts in film. Huh. Oh, he was oh, a yeah. Bruin. Vinny, you're going to love this, dude. I went to college and got a degree in marketing. Isn't that great? I don't know why you thought those guys were going to love that so much. I don't know what's so great about that. I gave you the proper response. This, <laughs> this serial killer, this serial killer went to college. Oh, did he? Cool. All right, and then it's always good. Do you know his GPA? No, it wasn't in the Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't know that. Oh. Yeah, state school too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. impressive. Yeah. It's always good to reference a movie from 1993 that no one has ever seen. That's always a good <laughs> yeah, thing to do yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. You know how I learned about that like that trope of, I'm Spartacus. Yeah. I was, was from uh, Cop and a Half at the playground scene when everybody's like, I'm Devin Butler. I'm Devin Butler. And then the real Devin Butler gets away from the bad guys. Son of a you guys remember Cop and a Half? Never even, I don't even know what that is. You need to leave. Are you fucking <laughs> All right, we'll save this for the chat. Cop and, well, a half. cop and a half. I'm so glad I'm a patron. We can discuss cop and a half. In the- oh, good. Yeah, it's all right. Well, I'm looking forward to the spicy cop and a half talk. Fucking coming That out. was a Burt Reynolds movie, I'm pretty sure. Ugh, show off. I just remember in yeah. the video store seeing the cover of You're it. right. That's all I remember. That's I never all, I watched that's all I it. Was a kid? Is the half a kid? I think so, okay. yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a buddy flick. It's actually, it's see, Burt now, Reynolds and a quadriplegic. Yeah, oh, yeah, you already know everything there is to yeah, know yeah, about absolutely. it. Yeah, it's like twins, but they're cops. Like, right. okay, yeah, we get it. It's pretty good. So now they talk about one of the aliases. You know, that, now that I remember it, it was a black kid. You really shouldn't call him a half. That's against the rules. Yeah, it's three fifths. <laughs> <laughs> Cop and three fifths. Oh, oh, no. I'm about to roll today. Oh. All right. Uh, so now we talk about one of the aliases that the dating game killer had. And I don't get the joke on this one, guys. You'll have to explain it to me. He goes to NYU and he registers as John Burger. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the genius IQ Burger. He's like, oh, <laughs> Burger. He's eating, he's eating a fucking burger on the toilet. What the fuck? John <laughs> Burger. <laughs> it's my hotel check in name. <laughs> that fucking rocks. 
What's wrong with uh, having a last name Burger? <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Why is that funny, guys? Because it's dumb. Well, huh? <laughs> dumb name. <laughs> really? Because it's a. Food. I like when they said uh, he went by John Hamburger. Fucking Jake's head couldn't have flipped around faster. <laughs> Where are the burgers? All right. Well, there's more great burger jokes coming up because he goes to New York and goes on a date with a girl. And they see on her calendar, she had the date circled where she went missing and the name John Burger was written on there. As like, we're going out on a date. Yeah. Burger date. Yeah. (laughs) It's burger night. No fries that day. Hamburger. A lot of shake, though. (laughs) Burger, I'm not having it. Dead ass. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Guys, I know you're uncomfortable and you want to fill these bombs with space, but you just gotta let them breathe. These guys are gonna do the work for us on this one, guys. Notes taken. <laughs> no, yeah, Notes mean, taken. I mean, this is uncomfortable yeah. in every way, and I get it. Five thousand dollars, huh? Five thousand five hundred forty-six dollars. Okay. And that's just one of this guy's podcasts. His other show, which is called Dad Meat, makes even more than that. Well, Dad Meat has like four thousand patrons on their Patreon. That's what that's what he's so this more is known like for. an offshoot of this another is an show. Offshoot. Yeah, and I guess I guess Dan Meat started as a blog and then it became a podcast and that's like uh, maybe we should review it at some point. I don't know. Well, I'm busy that day. This guy. So I'll, I'll tell you what I learned about Mike Rainey. He's a father of three. He had uh, some substance abuse problems, uh, alcoholism, went to rehab for cocaine, then he got hooked on prescription painkillers, and he's written books about it. His books have not sold very many copies. <laughs> I mean, this is what he explains, not me. Uh, apparently, they weren't that popular. Nobody cares. But then he started a blog, and you know what happens when you start a blog? You become world famous right away. That's, apparently. That's how that works. So I know I was shocked by, by all of this because I'm watching the show going, all right, well, these kids will, you know, get tired out and, and stop doing this at some point. <laughs> but so at some point, the uh, Hot Pockets will be ready and they'll just right. run off to something else. Exactly. So here's Jake, our friend Jake, with another huge bomb. And this is a bomb so bad that even Mike has to zing him for it, mm. but then Mike can't pull that off. Yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and John, even worse, they didn't even charge him for no license plate. Um, moving violation. <laughs> Can you believe it? Jake. <laughs> Put him in a pair of shorts and he turns into fucking... <laughs> Those and ones, baby. <laughs> but... He never completed that thought. Yeah. What about a pair of shorts? He turns into uh... a fat guy in a pair of shorts. <laughs> yeah, where am I going with this? They're not in ones, though. They gotta be at least in six or in sevens at this point. The potato sacks. Yeah. They're fucking potato yeah. sacks. <laughs> this guy looks like he's in a race with another person. <laughs> <laughs> They're not winning. <laughs> He looks like he's in last place. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right, so then let's let's hear uh, our friend Mike bomb miserably with this fucking joke. He gets out of jail in 1977. He heads back to New York City, baby. Big Apple. He's going to take a bite out of it. <laughs> Before it's ripe. <laughs> Apple? Model. Paltrow's son's name. Oh, my God. My God. A lot of oh, tie-ins so here. Jerk. There have been no laughs! What do you mean? I'm None! <laughs> 
<laughs> How is that a tie-in? <laughs> How is that a tie-in? <laughs> there was no other mention of Gwyneth Paltrow or anything. She has nothing to do with any of this. Unless she was in Cop and a Half, which none of us will know. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't in Cop and yeah, a Half. It's impossible to know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so Holy none of this shit. makes any sense to me. I can't figure out. This is two hours, by the way. This show goes on for two hours oh. of this. And wow. there's nobody who says, okay, guys, let's get on track now. All right, we're in the home stretch. Let's try to figure this one out. No, just rambling nonsense. The worst tags you've ever heard, the worst jokes you've ever heard, nonstop. Is this time for me to show everyone my summation of the show? Yes, it's perfect time for that. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that, it. That's how the show starts. Yeah. Is this guy farting and them breathing it in and going, whoa. That's the guy Ryan goes, a very comical yeah. reaction. Oh, hilarious. They're great. Oh, yeah. Let me suck all of that in. Mm. All right, so maybe we're missing something. I get the sense because I so don't understand this show. I get the sense it's going to be come town all over again. People are be like, Kurt, well, you don't fucking get it. These guys are hilarious. And I'm waiting for those notes to come in because I want to know where I messed up. I'd love to know that. Anything else you want to play from this show? Fuck no. Vinny? <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, I think it's time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. All right, and this one starts off with Adam Thoreau. He introduced us a few weeks ago. He's been sending me more notes about it. I need to get into this guy, Harrison Young. Okay. He does this show called Topic Time. And what Adam has done is he put together a show highlight reel. And he says, this guy has hundreds of episodes, but all of these clips are from just three of them. Okay. This guy also claims to be Sarah Silverman's cousin, which you'll see at the beginning of this. But this is this guy, Harrison Young, who does an interview style show. And is not great at it. There's nothing on the monitor yet. Are you guys familiar with Sarah Silverman, the comedian? I love Sarah Silverman. She's my cousin. She's freaking hilarious. She's my cousin. Man, I don't see anything on the monitor. <laughs> you, you could do a cartwheel if you wanted to, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, I can't see how people can do that. That is so amazing. Uh-huh. How somebody can contort their body to just spin around like a, you know, like, 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 a shape, like a shape on a board game, which is pretty much what it is. One day, I was, when I was six years old, I wore my underwear over my pants, and I, told, I said these are my trunks. <laughs> Boy, did I get laughed at. Unbelievable. That was incredible. I was the stepmother in Cinderella. Oh, no. The stepmother? I can't yeah. believe you went to the beautiful Cinderella. They must, have made, they must have made you up pretty bad for that, huh? Yeah, but... Did you ever get a GED from get, after getting kicked out of school? No. Nah. Uh, so you don't want to college then either? No. All right. Are you familiar with the Fat Boys? Yes, I am. Fat Boy Slim, right? And you look very fit. Um, oh, no. You belong to the gym? No. You know, but that's okay. He doesn't, you don't have to belong to a gym to be fit. You just got to keep active, and you obviously are. You may actually be, I'm thinking, you're possibly, in terms of you know timeline, you may actually be the youngest guest I've ever had on the show, even though I did have a five-year-old on once, but she but she was on in 2013, so that was nine years ago. So you're probably right, you know, you're really, yeah, you're really at the, on the low end of the scale. What? That's fine, I don't mind. I like having young people and old people on. I can, like I said, I can interview anybody. All right, folks, thanks for watching Talk Time. More great episodes to follow. See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Carl, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice to share the preview of the new Pedo Hunt Theater coming up, too, man. <laughs> that girl's dynamite uh, personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> you see why she's a star of the stage. Uh, please tell me this more. Can we just immediately <laughs> just oh. jump into more of that? Dude, I, could, I could do that all day. That left me wanting so much more. I yeah. do trust Adam Thoreau's judgment. I, he's steered me in the right direction many times. And he sent me that one clip. We played it. He's been following up with me multiple times. Like, Carl, I don't know what you're doing here. You're missing out on this thing. Yeah. He's really trying to push us. And I, I agree. I'm on it. Harrison Young. We definitely need to get all over this, that. This isn't a character? According to him, this is the real deal. It seems like a character, doesn't it? Does. It does. Wow. I want to be on the show. How do I get on the <laughs> How do we get on this show? Yeah. Let's get McBride on there. I don't, he's got too much personality for this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if you just said, he just went, uh, are this camera's on? Uh, <laughs> is this going to be on the internet? <laughs> wow. Holy shit. All right. I have one more. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. Again from Adam Thoreau. And he says, here's a clip from a podcast where this dude uploads all of his open mic comedy sets. Seems right up Vinny's alley. Oh, no. Also, notice that the name of the episode is Open Mic Since February 2022, and it's over two hours long. It's literally 20 open mic sets with the same jokes. So he does the same set at every open mic, and then he put them all together for a podcast. Honestly, it's good for him to have that, so you can watch by look sure. the jokes and like go yep. over them. You should not post that for no. people. No, <laughs> especially if this is one of your jokes right here. Oh, did you know that if you cross your I's and dot your T's, it's really hard to read what you wrote? Was that a bad joke, or were you just not listening? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Goodbye. Wow. That was his closer. I'm <laughs> blushing for him. What well, bothers me the most, he's going to make a Facebook post about how he killed the night. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> wow. Did he just say goodbye and then everyone started clapping? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. That's like the crowd doesn't even feel bad for you. They're just like, leave. Was yeah. that a bad joke or were you not paying attention? They were still booing the guy before me when I was on stage. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They yeah, were Chad Zubak was before me. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> of course I'm going to bomb. <laughs> they were saying boo earns. <laughs> I was saying boo earns. Oh, man. All right. So this guy, Mitch, wow. Mitch Rosatar, sent in a couple of parody songs. Spell that wrong. Yeah, right. And this, these are fantastic. It starts with, you guys know the real big fish song, uh, Sell Out? Hell yeah. All right. This is for uh, Chad Zubak. Because I'm going to go to the comedy store. I'm going to open for Jim Brewer. Carl says my stand-up fucking sucks. Tell you I'm cool, but you don't believe it. Please clap for me. Oh, yeah. Please clap for me, you guys. I'm up here telling jokes to a crowd of seven people, and my career has fucking died. School man, but I can't tell a joke to save my, my life. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Please clap. That's a great chorus right there. Wow, great job. I was gonna save this for later, but fuck it, let's do this right now. We'll do it live. It's time to mock Zumok. All right, Chad Zumok put out a podcast right before we all went to Orlando. 
and he has a meltdown on it. I'm not going to review that podcast right now. I'm going to save this for a bonus show. But I just want to play a couple of clips from the very beginning to give you a sense of what this sounds like. He's talking to his buddy on here. And when I talk about I was cool in high school, I was cool when it mattered. When you were young and impressionable. I'm in my 40s. I'm almost 50 years old. You think I want to be cool now? You think I want to hang out with Anthony Cumia, Chrissy Mayer, and Gino, Alex Stein, and Carl from Who Are These Podcasts in Orlando? You think I really want – that's the cool crowd? How cool is that green room? Who's hanging out in that green room? Who's in that green room? All Dude, I feel fucking cool right now. That's not cool. Well, I'm convinced. I would like yeah. to. I would like to point out that he is absolutely correct, and yeah. the fact that he does want to is what makes him uncool. Yeah, yeah right. it's it's hard to say I don't care about these people and then dedicate an entire show to them or shows, multiple shows about them. Kind of doesn't give you a lot of uh, credibility. All right, here's uh, here's one more fun clip on here, and I, I want to shout out to Jackie Marlowe who sent me all the timestamps. He's like, Carl, every part of the show is clippable. And he sent me tons of timestamps for those. Listen, I said it before. I've been around cool people. I've done cool things. I've done, I know bullshit. And I'm calling out bullshit on both sides. And it's not serving me well. Am I making money? No. <laughs> oh, Good job, no. Chad. Oh. Yeah. oh, no. He's got a little thing called Tigrity. <laughs> How's that going for you, asshole? <laughs> I love he's making nobody. He's a total loser. And he's sitting there going, Yeah, but I'm doing it the right way. Okay. If you say so, Chad. I have another uh, song parody. Again, Mitch Rosatar. He was feeling it this week. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Kevin does a podcast. Kevin's going to make fun of me. Kevin's gonna steal all the clips from beer on the balcony Which he does not have the express written consent of stuttering John Cho to do so Kevin's got big friends like Chrissy Mayer and Shuli And let's not forget that pock-faced criminal Anthony uh, Kevin is a dabbler uh, <laughs> I'm afraid of the trolls All because of that Kevin I'm afraid I'll quit I'm afraid of the dabblers I'm afraid of the trolls All because of that Kevin I'm afraid I'll quit Hilarious I want to sign him to a recording <laughs> yeah. contract. This young man has got talent. Well <laughs> wow. done, sir. And it's hilarious. Wow. But he's gone though. Stuttering John? Yeah. He'll be back. It's no John November. No John November. That's fine. We have other things to talk about, like Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Yeah! Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. <laughs> Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. Because that's absurd. Patrick Michael put out a new episode of Free Water on Halloween. And he starts off the show. This is so classic Patty Seacups. Because he starts off the show. He left a comment 
on the latest episode of Tiger Belly. Now, of course, Tiger Belly is the show with Bobby Lee and Kalila. He's a big fan, right? He's a big fan of that show. So he left a comment. I'll start with by just him talking about the comment that he left. Because I had recently commented on a Bobby Lee Tiger Belly episode. I was basically commenting saying that it's only a matter of time before Kalila starts reading us her horoscope or uh, showing some sort of tarot cards, right? And of course... I'm making a joke to the point of, hey, she's coming off really spiritual now. Now that her and Bobby aren't together, she's coming off real spiritual. So Paddy Seacups, in his mind, mm. do you, are you familiar with Tiger Belly at all, I Brian? Am. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very big show. Yeah. Bobby Lee, Kalila, they've been in the news a lot because of the Brendan Schaub thing, and now they're getting they're separated, I guess. And so people shit on Kalila quite a bit. And so Patrick Michael's like, I'll shit on her too. I'll be part of the club. You know, everyone will be down with that. He wants to be one of the cool kids. He thought he was going to be safe with that one. Well, turns out he was wrong. At least under my impression and everything that I've read and understand is uh, nobody's on Kalila's team. But as far as these fucking six commenters (laughs) are concerned, boy, oh boy, they like her a lot. They're going to defend her. All right. So he had people respond to his comment on YouTube. I'm telling you, this Better guy... Better fire up the microphones, Patrick Michael. Yes, oh my he God. is fired up. The internet is not for him. No. He gets so fired up. Six comments. It was a landslide of comments. Oh, God. And one of the guys says something that really irks him on this one. But the comments that I get don't directly relate to what I say in the comment. It's like, oh, you're mad because I posted this comment about somebody that you enjoy, so you're going to go look at my channel and try to trash what I do. Like, no, of course not. Of course my 60-second reviews do not compare in any way to what Tiger Belly is. Okay? Is that my goal? Am I trying to do 60-second reviews to be the next Tiger Belly? No. So apparently, because he wrote something about Tiger Belly... Other people clicked on the link and went, the fuck is this? This guy's reviewing Red Bull. And he thinks he thinks he can call out Kalila? Like, dude, what are you talking about? You know, this is why anytime he gets anyone looking at anything he does, he freaks out and changes it. You know that, right? That is true. That is true. I mean, one guy literally had to say, man, they came for your head in these comments. I'm like, there's four people. What do you, what do you mean came for my head? How? And I also said that I believe that these are the same people that also enjoyed Kalila on the Bad Friends episode. Uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point there. That's Trust a pretty me. good comeback. If anybody knows how to go for the head, it's fucking Patrick yes. Michaels. <laughs> oh, that was the thing that really threw him off. They came for your head. He's like, what? What do you mean? He's all fired up on he, this he's one. He's as into this show as like those weird girls are into The Bachelor. Yes. Yeah, he's following. He he watches it for the interpersonal right. relationships that are happening that aren't even part of the show. Like when he's I'm, that into when it. When I think of Bobby Lee, that's not what. That's not your thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care about that part of it. So this is great because Patty Seacups, who's commenting on a YouTube thread mm-hmm. for a show, determines that the other people are the losers. <laughs> she's the, not- the best. He's the best. I love this guy. Oh. You know what? And maybe this is the same thing with Stuttering John. We distance ourselves for a bit, and he snapped right back into form. Mm -hmm. You know, you get too involved in something, you kind of change what happens. They say when the Lord closes a door. (laughs) 
<laughs> he starts a podcast. <laughs> then he opens a window. It's scientifically proven. Outside of it. It's scientifically proven that if you observe something, you can actually affect the outcome of it. Yeah. It's also proven that I fucked with John to the point where he's a disaster. So maybe <laughs> maybe we keep our distance for a minute. He'll snap back and we'll we'll have a little uh resurgence. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Man. That'd be good. Because you know what's gonna happen next? There's gonna be uh, a million Patrick Michael shows coming out. <laughs> Because I mean, I'm just gonna—all these people are start reviewing Patrick Michael now. <laughs> a guy in a Mexican wrestling mask, <laughs> fucking Patrick Michael's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Oh please, whoever that dude, please get on the Patrick Michael I train. Love, I love that guy. He will lose. Patrick Michael would lose his fucking mind if he saw that. Well, I, honestly, that would be five shows in a row that he'd put out. Uh, what are you a fucking Mexican wrestler now? Is this? I can't even do a Patrick. You're Michael. gonna come at me, luchador. <laughs> Lucha Dork. <laughs> Can you give me a Hurricane Rana? All right. Is that what you're going to do? Let's talk about how lazy these other posters are. And I'm not wrong. That's the thing that's funny about it is I'm not wrong. But the comments, guys, were very funny. Not in the sense that they're actually, they actually contain jokes, but they were funny in the sense of like, what the fuck? Is, what are you talking about? So many people just type the first thing they can think of. And that's just lazy work because you have all the time. So he's determined in his head. <laughs> These guys could have zinged him harder than they did. They just didn't put enough time into it. Yeah, you call that coming from my head? By the way, Patrick Michael shouldn't be talking about anyone about how much time they put in something they put on the internet. This is the guy who puts a zero effort into anything he does and is proud of it. Carl, do we know how many shows he's doing right now? Is it possible that he's doing shows that we don't even know oh, exist? Oh, yeah, that's usually the, the, the case, yeah. He's always doing shows that, that are undiscoverable. Does he not have like one website where you can see them all together? No. What are you insane? He doesn't want you to find it. <laughs> okay. He hopes you never right? hear it. <laughs> Crows is usually on this shit. Yes, Crows is usually on top of this. I just happened to be on the shitter today, popped up free water, like, whoa, this is insane. <laughs> this is great stuff. So this is Patty explaining that the guy's joke to him was wrong out of technicality. Which is always a good way. It always can come back. Like that doesn't even make sense, sir. Yeah. Like the one guy tried to say something about my hat. I'm wearing some crazy fedora. He called it a Lucky Charm fedora. And I'm like, first of all, the Lucky Charms guy doesn't wear a fedora. Never has. I think it might be some sort of a bonnet, if anything. Certainly not a fedora. He's not Darkwing Duck, right? And what I'm wearing, also not a fedora. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> First of all, sir. Carl, yeah. this is like when somebody yells at a Miami Dolphins fan, squish the fish, like, they're mammals. <laughs> they're mammals. Yeah. yeah. Joke's on you, asshole. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> Holy shit, Patrick. Oh, he <laughs> is the gift that keeps on giving, Patrick Michael. So he has to correct the guy. So what I was wearing is called a trilby. So, of course, those are the only things I tell this guy. I'm like, hey, man, because he also said... Me reviewing, he was the second guy to make fun of me reviewing Red Bull on 60 Second Reviews. And guess what, dude? Good. Good that you can do that. So these people found his video and started goofing on it. You're just going to drive people over there and I'm going to win them over. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the defense. Keep talking about me, asshole. I'll win them over. Wow. So I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, oh my God, Patty got someone to reply to him. He must have responded seven times. I found the thread, and I found his post, and it was six. I was so close. Mm. Patty had to respond to these people six fucking times. I wonder if I can zoom in on this and actually see what I'm looking at. Yeah, I can. Cool. All right. So 
I actually found this underneath the episode of Tiger Belly. This is from YouTube. Bad Brain Studios writes, it's only a matter of time before Kalila starts talking about her horoscope and reading tarot cards. Whoa. All right. So Tiana says, and that already sets him off a little bit. But then 80s model says, says the guy with tons of terrible videos on his own channel, Red Bull reviews, riveting content, laugh my ass off. Oh, them's fighting words right there. Oh, she doesn't know. Yep. And then Serena Del Mar says, I look forward to it. So I guess this person's into tarot card reading. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. And then Lucas Ware responds to 80s model and says, does this dude in a lucky charm fedora doing Red Bull reviews on his channel trying to judge other people's content? That's fucking hilarious. Yep. (laughs) Well, I actually wrote that fucking hilarious. There's, There's a couple typos in this, which we'll get to. And then uh, Quentin Garvin says, Lo, these comments came for your head. Okay, so these are all the things that he's been covering. He's so fired up by this. So now... Here Pat- comes Patty Seacus. <laughs> Here comes Patty Seacus back. his uh, comebacks. To the body, to the body, so right hook. Lucas Ware, who watched that video, he writes back to him and says, thanks for watching. Mm. That's, a good, that's a good zinger. Then he writes back to Lucas Ware. He thinks about it for a second. He goes... It's Lucky Charms, not Lucky Charm. And he doesn't wear a fedora and try, and try saying that's fucking hilarious. The fucking part will sound tougher because he wrote that fucking hilarious. So he's correcting his grammar, which is always a good comeback on social media, as you guys know. Then he writes back to Quentin Garvin and says, these are the same people that thought Kawila on Bad Friends was quality. Because Patrick Mike in Patrick Michael's mind is like everyone agrees that th- she had a bad appearance on that show, so I'm going to zing them by saying, "Oh yeah, I bet you think she did a good job on Bad Friends." Okay, okay, yeah, got you there. So then he writes, <laughs> "This is great. This is to nobody in particular." And the hat I'm wearing is called a trilby, but cool joke. <laughs> Way to correct him. You know that he <laughs> leaned back in his chair and crossed his arms. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and then my favorite comment, he goes. Y'all are too serious to be in the comments of a comedy podcast, says the guy who's correcting people's grammar and the type of hat he's wearing yes. in a video. <laughs> oh, we're the ones who are too serious. Okay. You, yeah. you know when he's doing the trilby line, he's like picturing the other guy on the other side of the keyboard going, oh no, oh, he got what did I Google it? Damn it, he got me. <laughs> Fucking amazing. So then he writes back, this is his last comment on here, to 80s model. Your comment doesn't even make sense. Yes, the guy who makes dumb content thinks it's only a matter of time before Kalila does dumb content. You must have some real issues, huh? You got some real problems there, you real whack job. So now we're going to get a glimpse inside of what's actually going on in Patrick Michael's life, in his world. What he's doing when he's reading these comments, people going, okay, well, your videos suck too, dude. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> who cares what you think? He starts clicking on everybody's names and tries to find their content. He's like, oh, you're going to tear me down? I'm going to tear you down. Problem is, these assholes aren't YouTubers. And yes, it doesn't make any sense that I'm not of, of, okay, let's go back. Let's retract because the guy also (laughs) said, another commenter said something. I think his name is like 80s model. That's his uh, YouTube handle. Also dumb as fuck. Just also a fake account. Also proof that you're just trolling. At least when I'm leaving the comments, it's from a channel that actually has content. Therefore, you bitches can pick and pick and choose things to make fun of. You don't have that option because you're scared. If you weren't scared, you would comment straight from your channel that has your creative shit on it. But you're scared. No, 
Patrick, not everybody thinks they're a YouTuber. Some people just watch videos on there. You still have an account with Google. Wow. Patrick, it's your scared, not you scared. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a contraction with yeah. you are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good point, Brian. I'm glad you came oh. today. <laughs> yeah, that one went over all our heads. So, so this, this fucking asshole is going... He thinks they have two separate accounts created. One is to goof on Patrick Michael, mm-hmm. where he can't find out who their true identity is. And the other one is where they put up their shitty content in order to protect themselves from guys like Patrick Michael who will crush them. I hope that, like, 80s model is Joe Rogan. <laughs> and that's just, like, his side one. <laughs> All right, so this is... Patty is fired up here. But the reason I bring this up is because it just happened, and I was, you know, responding to these guys. I only responded... Because the one guy said that they came from my head. No, 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 Cupcake. They don't come from my head. No, no, no. They don't come from my head for free and get away with it. Okay? There will be consequences. There will be blood. All right? I'm not afraid of it. So that's what really got him upset. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's insane. That's the most crazy thing I've ever heard about a YouTube comment. Have you ever had someone... There will be blood. Have you ever had someone comment on a post you put out, and then you immediately had to put a podcast out about it? You won't believe what 80s model said to me. I'm coming for you, 80s model. <laughs> she do a wrestling promo. <laughs> 80s model likes to hide in the back, brother. <laughs> likes to hide behind fake names. Well, let me tell you something, dude. Patrick Michael's coming down the aisle, and I'm coming down, and I'm going to drop the leg across your screen. I got nothing. Yeah, what would be his finishing model. move? 80s <laughs> model. <laughs> you do not know what you have gotten yourself into. I knew I could get some wrestling humor. <laughs> All right. It's not a fun day with McBride if he doesn't do Paul Bearer. That's right. So now we're going to talk about why Patrick Michael doesn't do good content on YouTube. Because he admits that this, well, let's isn't, find out. this isn't great. You have no idea of the capabilities, okay? Like I said, and I'll still continue to say, this is 60%. You don't want to see 100%. I put in 60% when I'm doing it for free, motherfucker. Don't make me do 100%. Then I will start actually doing proper research. (laughs) (laughs) Don't threaten me with research. I'm going to get my good headphones. (laughs) I'm going to plug in multiple microphones for no reason. Dude, I love this guy's mentality. Mm -hmm. I don't make enough money on Patreon to put 100% into it. I'm just putting 60% into it. Now, eventually, if you guys will pay me, then I'll put on a good product. But not until then. I will not do any of that. But do you realize what he's saying is I'm only going to give you 60% because six people made a comment on a post. <laughs> Maybe on that's what it is. YouTube video? Maybe that's where the math came from. Are we analyzing how psychotic this is? Um, well, it keeps going. But most of these fucking idiots, they have no picture. They have no content. But they've been on YouTube for six years. And you're like, no, dude, I, yeah, I'll quit then, I guess. What the fuck are you talking? Like, who do they think they are? I mean, I pretty much end every one of these responses with sit down or lay down, bro. You're not, don't stand up. You're the last person that should be raising their hand in this classroom. I promise you. The classroom is the world, okay? Keep your fucking hand down. You've got nothing to add. 
you're going to come at me? Haven't you heard me read ghost stories off of Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah. You're going to come at me? <laughs> Fuck me or fight who, me. Who responds in an argument to lay down? <laughs> oh, lay down, <laughs> asshole. All right, I was, All right. It's going to take a nap anyway. Yeah, yeah time for a nap. <laughs> sure. Okay. When I'm done with you, you'll need a siesta. All right. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not drinking before noon anyway, so that works out, actually. Is that what you think a siesta is? <laughs> yeah, when you pass out okay. at 2.30, I think so, Yeah, it's right? three margaritas. That's what that means, right? <laughs> okay. That's a triesta. Barkeep, one siesta. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. So uh, this is where you can see he's visibly irked by this. But the guy who who said the thing, the, the, I mean, the two guys that referenced the fucking uh, reviewing Red Bull, and somehow that shouldn't allow me to review anything else. It's like, bitch, I'm a human fucking being. I get to review whatever the fuck I want, always. That's part of being a human. Having your own opinions, making your own choices and decisions, fuck boy. Go lay down in your dog bed. Whoa! <laughs> Fight words coming out. I read you this exchange. <laughs> no one was that upset. <laughs> you know, I got to hand it to him, though, because it's really tough to get into an argument with him because he just says things where you're just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go lay down in a dog bed? I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, could you imagine this face to face? You'd just right. be laughing your ass off. <laughs> Trilby, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll lay down. You're fedorable. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. And I, I read you this chat, and I'm looking at it again. There's not even any capital letters. It's not like it's in all caps. No. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, I've seen angry comments before. These are not angry at oh all. Oh, my it's, God. There's no reason for me to get that upset. But I, Producer Chris, yeah. you will not be shocked by the exciting conclusion of this by the way, the segment was like 12 minutes. This is the exciting conclusion of it. Okay. For anybody who's a real fan of what I do, you already know how it goes. Just fight me, dude. <laughs> Just fight me, dude. Wow. You got it? Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I thought you had uh, the fuck me or fight me drop. <laughs> uh, it's in my notes now. Yeah. I don't know how I don't have that, to be, to be honest with you. I should, probably should. All right. I have it on my board. Get so now, Patty decides to explain... He has a method to his madness. Now, McBride, we were just talking about the mm -hmm. fact that he could be doing shows right now. We wouldn't even know where they are or what they are. He doesn't have a centralized web page that links to those things or tells you what's going on. Uh, but before that, if you guys really want to see me dedicate myself to some weird shit, you can do that by joining the Patreon. Patreon.com slash podculture. Because really, I have no incentive. I don't make enough over there to sit here and do this shit legitimately. And care about these other people's opinions of what I do. Right? If you if you were <laughs> if this was a thing I was dedicated to, I wouldn't constantly change the name, the music, uh, delete from social medias. You, you see what I'm saying? I just do this because it's fun. And you guys already know, there's lots of times where it's not fun. So Patty Seacups does not want us hearing his show. He's doing this all for himself. That's why he makes it impossible to find these shows. And he puts no effort into it because he wants to get paid for a bad product. And then he'll make a good product eventually because that's how that works. As like someone with a marketing degree, is this your Lex Luthor? <laughs> dude, I'm just like, dude, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this so wrong. It's not like Kodak came out with a shit camera. I'm just like, all right, if you guys buy these shit things, we'll figure it out eventually. That's not how that works. Is that what Tesla did? <laughs> yeah, that is what Tesla did. They got a government grant, though. So now we get into Halloween talk. 
And Patty has this whole rant about adults who dress up for Halloween, most of which I agreed with. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm not a big dressing up for Halloween guy Broken myself. clocks, man. Broken clocks. Well, there's a lot of things. By the way, Patrick Michael, and it, it's refreshing to listen to him as opposed to, like, Centering John. Because Patrick Michael's a dumb idiot. But there are things that he says. I'm just like, all right, that's fun. I can, I can go along with he that. He definitely m- tries to make a point, And every now and again. Yeah. Every now and again, he stumbles onto one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. John just fucking blathers. This is nice. Yes, it is. It's, it's refreshing. So now he's going to talk about... Uh, adults dressing up, and he gets a little confused about this one. And don't try to lie to us and say that you're doing it because you just love Halloween so much. It's the only time of year you get to truly be yourself. You're dressing up like Pippi Longstocking. You're not her. Because she's not real. Is she real? I don't know. <laughs> be, I think she might actually be real. There's, she might be. It might be based off of a real character, sort of like the Wendy's chick. It's like a real... Went, right? <laughs> That's classic Patty It's Seacombs, so great. Immediately he's like, oh shit, am I wrong about that? Maybe I'm wrong about that. I mean, what a fucking pulp. Pippi Longstock. <laughs> no, yeah. no, how did you come up with that? It's from a different century. I mean, you, you're not, oh, you're dressed like Spider Man. You're not Spider Man. Spider Man's not real. Yeah. It's easy. It's a right. sentence and it's finished. <laughs> Pippi Longstock, he's just like, wait a second. Which, uh, is that a real person? No, the cat in the hat is real. Pippi Longstock is a fictional character. Patty, that's. And it's like if you go to a Halloween party, you're going to see seven Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> oh, my God. We again? should have coordinated ahead of time. Damn it. Not again. Ugh. But let's remember why he does this show, what type of show, what type of genre this is. Making jokes here, folks. It is a comedy podcast, but it is sort of, you know, a self-bettering podcast. Oh, it's also a self-bettering podcast. Good, because I was planning on self-bettering today. I'm not going to lie to you. Point. I wouldn't call it self-bettering. <laughs> As much as I would call it a cautionary tale. <laughs> Why do I feel so much worse? <laughs> You're not bettering from no, this? No, I don't feel better at all. All right. So this is a hot take right here because Patty starts talking about people who put up Halloween decorations on their houses. They get really excited about Halloween. So I think if you're going to decorate your house with Halloween decorations, you should have to give out candy. Otherwise, you look like a creepy fucking idiot. Oh, you just have these skeletons and shit, so you like Halloween enough, but not enough to give candy out. The sole <laughs> basis of the fucking holiday, you're not cool with that part, but you will decorate your house like you're fucking, you know, the witch from Hansel and Gretel. Is this a thing? Do people decorate their house and then cut town on Halloween night? I don't think that's ever happened. No. It's never yeah. happened once. People who like Halloween love handing out candy. Yeah, right. The who, fuck? Who is specifically the witch from Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is Hansel and Gretel witch, just so <laughs> yeah. you know. This is not one of the other kinds of witches. I was very confused by that. Very. He's angry people who don't hand out candy on Halloween. It sounded very personal, like he was caught with his empty pillowcase. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is <laughs> up with this? What the hell, man? Yeah. I, don't need a <laughs> yeah, I rang hours. three times. It is fucking stupid Pippi Longstock. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a ginger and thought it was ironic. People in the Discord are asking if Patrick Michael's real. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's a fictional character at this point. I'm not even sure. I have one more clip from this podcast of Free Water. That is the, the latest episode he's put out, so he's uh, he owes us one or two at this point. But he ends it with just one more joke. That's what I like about him. You always want to end with a zinger. It almost makes you feel bad for the people that are giving candy. You're like, I wouldn't give that motherfucker a piece of nothing. Maybe a piece of my mind. Right? That was an easy joke, guys. You get it. That's what we do here. It's free water. 60%. I do have one more thing. We'll be back. 
Well done. By the way, the will be back. He has these sections of the show. He's like, all right, more more on this later. Yeah. <laughs> just like, he brings up whatever nonsense is going on and brings it back down. All right, we're back. <laughs> I love wow. when he pretends he's doing a show. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so fun the way that he does that. All right. Now, you probably think, Vinny, because you're an idiot, that I didn't bring any more content for us to talk about today. But you would be wrong. You know, it's no different than, you know, a police officer running into the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what I do. Tom Myers just put oh, out a no. recent episode. Oh, no. I get so fucking happy, and then you drag me back down to this. I'm like, oh, it was so great, refreshing to hear Patrick Michael, and now I want to gargle glass. Oh. Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Now, what Tom Myers did is he put out an hour-long episode before the midterm elections. Him and his buddies are going to get together. They're going to talk politics in only the way that Tom Myers can intelligently Mm -hmm. really understanding and grasping the full picture and not just talking about it from one side not just like a one-sided conversation Mm -hmm. where you're talking points from a single news source not like that does he have a celebrity panel like jeff heisen and abby mellow yes they're both there great i promise you that what i did was i took the entire opening monologue it's three minutes and 17 seconds stop me at any time Hello, welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Thank you, the I'm Supreme done. Court. <laughs> no, no. When I say stop at any time, what I mean is you got to listen to a punchline or two, and then we can uh, we can discuss from there. Oh, that'll take more than three minutes. <laughs> well, that's true. Denied Donald Trump's request to review a lower court's ruling barring a special master. Oh, let me start this over because listen to the setup of this joke. Get out your stopwatches, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. The Supreme Court denied Donald Trump's request to review a lower court's ruling barring a special master to look at the documents seized at Mar-a-Lago. This is the same special master who refused to do exactly what Trump wanted. Now they ruled Lindsey Graham has to testify as to what he knew about efforts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. You have to feel sorry for Trump's legal team. It's a living hell. It must be like being Jamal Khashoggi as you're being cut apart by the bone saw and the perpetrator doesn't realize that you aren't quite dead. (laughs) 40 seconds. Oh That's <laughs> all. That was only forty seconds. It sounds like you're a- fucking with me. It sounds like Abe Simpson telling a joke. Holy and shit! And I tied an onion to my belt because that was the fashion at the time. Holy shit! What? Best thing to do for your first joke too. Make sure yeah. there's forty seconds before you get up to a punchline. The punchline was the man who was hacked to death by the Saudi gu- by the Saudis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like being that guy if you were still getting your body hacked up and you weren't dead yet. You, you think it? that's bad? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, let's Actually, keep... I do. I think it's quite bad. Yeah, actually. <laughs> During the Pennsylvania Senate debate, Republican candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz said that decisions on a woman's health care should be made by a woman, her doctor, and a local elected official. Keeping that in mind and considering that I live in a Republican county, I can think of a number of my local elected officials who I want to clean up after my next colonoscopy. <laughs> Ted Cruz was booed. Uh, what? I think what he's saying is these Republicans can eat shit. Oh. I guess. I don't know. 
How up fucking messy after- was this colonoscopy? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Clean up after a colonoscopy. Like the whole point is you're not supposed to eat food for a day and you kind of like get your system. I mean, has this guy ever seen ass to mouth videos? There's ways <laughs> to clean this shit out. I'm guessing yes. <laughs> He's probably watching one right now. Ted Cruz was booed by Yankee fans while watching the Houston Astros win the American League Championship and go to the World Series. Another reason I hate Ted Cruz. He makes me cheer for Yankees fans. <laughs> Why do you cheer for fans? Nobody does. Nobody ever yeah. has ever cheered for fans. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> technicality. Mm. <laughs> it's almost like it's a bad joke. I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like it doesn't make any sense, and therefore it's not funny. Uh, uh. Florida Congressman Matt Gates has been traveling around the country attending fundraisers. I have a lot of questions for any candidate who thinks it's a good idea to have Matt Gates at your fundraiser. The number one question being, how young did his date look? <laughs> like, I wouldn't invite Matt Gates anywhere. I wouldn't invite anyone who would get a young girl into a swimming pool, expose himself, and try to convince her he's going to turn it into a pool noodle. <laughs> My district's congressman, Andy Harris, complained about the price of... He knew not to stop. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's just keep going. Yeah, let's keep on trucking on that one. I'll do that one. But that was really weird. Like, yeah, it was weird. Matt Gates. Yeah. Why would nobody would invite Matt Gates because he'd bring the young girls. No, that we would invite him. Um, yeah, right. I know. Oh, God. 18 year old hot chicks? Oh, no. Not at this party. <laughs> Please, no. We're bringing multiple girls? Jesus. Gosh. Not that kind of party. <laughs> get out of here. You get it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I moved my camera. <laughs> is it where it normally is? It's in my it's in my umpire hand range now. I gotta be get out of here. Yeah. Pool noodle. My district's congressman, Andy Harris, complained about the price of Halloween candy going up uh, as opposed to last year. Yes, but that means cases of diabetes will go down. See, depending on your perspective, we're actually doing great. Is that a joke? I mean, it's not even a joke. What the fuck goes through Jeff Heisen's mind? Do you think that this is Jeff trying to be supportive or does he find this funny? He doesn't find it funny. Every laugh is uncomfortable. There's never a real laugh on this show. Well, there actually is one that I'll get to later. If I did your show all the time <laughs> yeah. and everything was so awful that I had to go, ha, 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 Carl, get, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be on your show a lot. Like, I would be there once. This guy well, comes back all the fucking time. I just he pay no options. <laughs> no, it's, Jeff Eisen has no options. Like, it's not like he has other things he could do. <laughs> no, that's very true. But I'm the just York- saying, what's going in his brain? Does he go, oh, good try, Tom? Is that what he's thinking? These people are idiots. Okay, fair but enough. He, these people are all morons. He's just thinking he's got to stop eventually. He's got to stop eventually. We I'm, can get through this. I'm just searching for the fucking rational and irrational here. All right, so there's a weird thing where when you agree with someone politically and your life is all about politics, mm. you'll put up with a lot of shit. Look at Tony Michaels. Look at Hale Sparks. Look at Noel Kassler. What do they all have in common? <laughs> Look at, I mean, there's, the list goes on and on. Uh, Richard Ojeda. All of these guys who go on the Howard Stern show, Glenn Kirshner, they go on the Howard, or the Howard Stern, they go on the Suttering John show, and it's torturous for everyone. But they're like, yeah, but he's rooting for Democrats, so here we are. Let's keep doing it. By the way, I wanted to say this to you. I'm really glad you just uh, shoehorned Howard Stern into this. Yeah. You really should do a Howard Stern segment every week. That show is horrific. Well, you know what's funny? I usually have a hard time clipping Howard Stern 
because it's so monotonous. It's so boring. Nothing happens. It's literally two 70-year-olds having a conversation that you could have over the phone with each other. It's just Howard and, and Robin. Coincidentally, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're on a Zoom call together. And Howard's still doing, the, I visited my mom, and she said this, and then, huh? and you know, just doing the mom thing. Which is all well and good, but it's impossible to clip unless Followed he's doing by... the gayest gay stuff you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that was very easy to clip. <laughs> you know, and then what's great about it is, like, if you listen to that channel, you turn it on an off time, it's like, hey, we have listeners leaving voicemails about how great it is that Howard did an impression of his mom today. Oh, yeah. All of that's fake. It has yeah, to Oh, really? Yeah, I think so, man. Huh. <laughs> so pull down the curtain in front of me like so. this. Dude, honestly, the reason why I'm not yes-anding you is because I spend more time... With Howard Stern shows and any other podcast, I could go an hour with not a single thing to clip. That's amazing. It's amazing. It's just like nothing happened. An hour went by and nothing's happened. He's still that filling the time on the radio. Well, he never used to be that guy. He's become that guy. He talks slowly, puts a lot of spaces in between his sentences, and has nothing to say. All right. Well, never mind then. Robin, Don't then. Robin, we got food delivered last night, Robin. And I put the spaghetti on the side, Robin. I don't need the spaghetti. I say put the spaghetti on the side. I'll have, I'll have the eggplant. Oh, Howard. I mean, that's literally what the fucking show is. It's insane. <laughs> Do you, know, you know, I asked, I had a deeper thought about that, too, the other day, listening to this episode, and I'm so sorry to throw this in here, no, but I do not want to talk about fucking Tom Myers. Um, <laughs> too bad. I got a lot more clips. <laughs> but do you think the reason they got rid of the news segment I came up with a theory here. Oh, please. It's because Howard's disdain for podcasts and how podcasts really were trying to like steal his show and trying to do their version of it. So they all had a news person. They all did that. Everybody did jokes on the news that he was just like, that's hacked now, Robin. I'm going to get by on my personality. You could be right. It wouldn't make sense because that's what radio shows were, too. Yeah. And he was stealing from that. Or not stealing, but everyone's doing topical news. That's what radio is. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's today. It's today's news. What's going on? That's the whole point of the radio. Because as soon as it's Thursday, Monday, no one gives a shit about it anymore. I used to work in the newspaper business. Same thing. It's like the newspaper is good for 24 hours, and then no one gives a fuck about it ever again. And so I don't know if that's like a – he doesn't like podcasts that do that. I think that Robin's just – out of it. If She's somebody just, like, I don't just want to work sent her the new, they have eighty people working there. No one could pull news stories. They always pull news stories. She doesn't want to read them. I think I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. That was the best part of the show. We all agree that was the best part. The news. Agreed. All right, moving on. Fucking back to fucking. Speaking Tom of Myers. the best part of the show, <laughs> the New York Post announced that it was hacked. They could tell when their stories started printing the truth. <laughs> All right, so that gets a, a laugh because it obviously that is a joke. Well, it's it's what they want to hear, right? The New York Post is always lying. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Tom's like, got to put that in the store for the best of. I know, but that joke was under seventy seconds. That's long, true. So That's true. Yes, I'll give him. A, I'll give him a plus. Quick setup and punchline. Yes. Trump supporting author Nick Adams said that if he was an NFL coach, then his playbook would be the Bible. I would look forward to watching him and his team get stoned to death for working on Sundays. <laughs> Bonus points if the team that Nick Adams coaches is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Conservative activist Alex Stein was spat on by a... Hold on a second. Is that just because he doesn't like the Steelers? He's a Ravens fan, right? <laughs> yeah, so he just has to throw that in there. <laughs> Bonus points because I don't like the Steelers. It's good okay. It's good fun. It's good, good humor. All right. 
Here comes the Alex Stein joke that uh, our friend Cardiff found for us when we played Who Said It with uh, Alex Stein this, uh, the other day. Conservative activist Alex Stein was spat on by a female protester during a visit to Penn State. It's the first time any woman has willingly give Alex Stein any fluids. Oh. Oh. I, I kind of respect Cardiff for finding that. Oh, yeah. Me too. It's amazing. But I also feel that whatever, however, Cardiff became whatever the fuck Cardiff is, it was probably in like a terrible Tom Myers listening accident. <laughs> <laughs> It destroyed his face. He has to wear a mask now. Yeah, it's like it, it was always something fucking happened in the lab, and there was a terrible accident. That all of a sudden, I'm alive. Yeah, some people become superheroes, others become monsters. Unfortunately for Cardiff, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That joke. I mean, we already talked about this. I don't have to talk about it again. But that joke is so nonsensical. Women wanted to give Alex Stein their fluids. He knows that. Conservatives get girls too, right? And you also know that men try to give women their fluids. Correct. You don't, fucking don't say too, like he gets girls too. Oh, Tom Myers does not get girls, <laughs> and there's a lot of evidence of that in this show that I listened to that we'll get into. But yes, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's why even Jeff Hines is like, oh, you know, just like I could have punched that one up for you, buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> Adidas has severed business ties with Kanye West. Basically, Adidas went from yay to nah. <laughs> Crystalia's new comedy tour is called Don't Push Me, named presumably after what his dates used to tell him. <laughs> In a promotional piece, uh, Crystalia was photographed posing next to what looks like high school lockers. Kind of creepy, but to be fair, he was probably just waiting for his groupies. And now, let's start the show. I mean, this monologue is nothing. Brick Brian, you look you so uncomfortable because right it, now. Like, <laughs> you look so is, upset. That joke, like, it's supposed to be like a pedophile joke, but yeah. it's not even accusing him of anything. It's right. just saying teenage girls like, like his comedy. Yeah, which is true. But that's not like, it doesn't burn anybody. That doesn't, that's <laughs> yeah, he could have gone a little harder on Delia <laughs> on that one, yeah. Say what you want to say about network television late night shows, but do you know how many fucking people would be fired? <laughs> If the last three jokes of a monologue gets zero response, like nine to ten, nine to twelve people are fired. It's brutal. All right, so we were talking about him goofing on Alex Stein for not being able to get laid for some reason, and then after that, he tells this story. So I had a, a very interesting start uh, to the week. You know, Did I, not. I have an aging cat, as some of you know, so I had to go ahead and take him uh, to the vet because he was having a slew of problems. Turned out, um, turned out he was constipated. So, like the vet had to go ahead and take him, give him an anesthesia, and scoop out his bowels, and then do a bunch Aww. of other checkups and things on him. So, so it, it's it, it's sort of like fitting that like the week before I have to do a really big show like this one, that um, that you know I have to fork over like four hundred dollars. Basically, so my cat can take a dump at the vet. Like I should, <laughs> I should be lucky to have someone like treat me like that. Like this cat's got the world on a string at this point. <laughs> That's love, said the virgin. 
Yeah. Said the guy with the cat. That was this big fucking story for the week that he took his cat to the vet and the vet fixed him and it cost 400 bucks. Yeah, I don't think you should price drop $400. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, it's a good thing we're Michelin renewed for another season with us because, oh. You guys are, you see how well I pulled this show together facing such adversity? (laughs) Facing such adversity. All right, I just have some more random jokes throughout the show that he obviously pre wrote. And okay, read right. to us. Yeah, this is a pretty good one. This year. And what I like about Tom Myers, it'd be very easy to go after like the low hanging fruit. But Tom Myers always finds an angle that we wouldn't have thought of. This year, after twice nominating a moderate like Larry Hogan, Maryland Republicans decided to go full tilt and nominate election denier Dan Cox as their party's nominee for governor. Cox is the perfect name as if he's elected, then Maryland is basically fucked. Boom. Hot take. What do you guys think about that? Because his last name is Cox, but Cox can also be like penises. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's one of those things you have to yeah. think about. Uh, I thought okay. it was one of those cerebral things. <laughs> once, you, once you figure it out, though. Well, allow me to give that the appropriate response. Nailed it. Okay, very good. <laughs> uh, all right, so now there's like a, a quick little mid-show monologue that he does. Just a couple jokes here. Just to keep things moving, you know, between the political, political hot takes they all have. After he exposed himself in front of their kids. And that is a great way to go ahead and end this uh, first half of this episode. <laughs> the first half? It is tempting to want to do what they used to do in the 1800s to politicians they don't like by running them out on the rails, which explains why Republicans want so desperately to defund Amtrak. Car dealerships regularly contribute to Republican candidates over Democratic candidates by a large margin. With their financial support to the GOP, those dealerships are honoring a tradition started by Henry Ford, openly supporting Nazis. (laughs) Good one. Henry Ford has no idea what's coming for him. (laughs) Watch out, Henry Ford. Come for his head. (laughs) Watch out. Abby Mello has the most unattractive laugh. Well, have you ever heard a real laugh from her? Because I never have. I've never heard her actually giggle at anything for real. I giggled at this Japanese fart enthusiast in the Discord. Yeah. Scoop out his bottles, or as Tom calls it, joke writing. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. The fact that he thinks a joke is to say, supporting the GOP, that's like giving money to Nazis. And that he thinks that's just a joke. Like, oh, okay. Good one. Pretty funny. Nope. Nope. All right, let's hear some good Herschel Walker jokes. You guys know about Herschel Walker, right? Running down in Georgia. It's a tight race. Oh, I can't wait to hear He's this. Pro wife, but it turns out he paid for an abortion. So watch out, guys. It's going to get spicy. Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate from Georgia, Herschel Walker, said that 70% of the drugs brought in from outside the U.S. go through Atlanta. That would explain why so many of my comedian and entertainer friends want to move there. <laughs> it would also explain Nick DiPaolo's rants on his podcast. Whoa, watch Ooh. out, Nick DiPaolo. <laughs> Double punchline. <too. laughs> oh, got him good. What is he doing? Those drugs that are coming in from out of the country? Whoa. Is he in Atlanta? Nah, well, Nick DePaul's not even close to Atlanta. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, he's like all the way on the coast of Georgia. The joke is about drugs being. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. He's like in Savannah or something. Yeah, it doesn't even. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Mm. But 
No one's ever given Todd Myers a globe, so he's very confused. <laughs> I always feel sorry for Herschel Walker's supporters because they never know if the next email asking for money is going to be for his campaign or his child support payments. I never understood people who complain about making child support payments. Hey, at least they're getting laid. There's just no pleasing some people. I had to pay four hundred dollars to get my cat shit scooped out of it. I don't think that's a joke. I think that's a real thing he feels. At least they're getting laid. No, they got laid. Yeah. If you're making child support payments, you got laid. You're not. Yeah. Do, does he think that that your ex has to fuck you because you're making child support payments? Oh, if only I had an ex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Myers is definitely a virgin, right? It's like the way he talks about yeah. sex is just incorrect. Just sounds like an idiot. He was going to get a hooker, but he had a sudden expense for $400. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. That's what fucked up his whole week oh. right there. I'm good for it. Come on. <laughs> I just want to lose this virginity before the midterms. <laughs> Holy shit. So his joke is people complain about making child support payments, but they should look on the bright side. They fucked a girl once. <laughs> wow. Do you know what Tom Myers... By the way, I could do that joke on stage. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I that think was much funnier. It's part of my act now. <laughs> Dude, do you know how insufferable Tom Myers would be if he got laid once? Oh He'd walk God. around like fucking Fonzie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, punches, he punches a jukebox. <laughs> just breaks the glass. <laughs> and, <it's> still, <laughs> and it still plays like a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. There's one more monologue at the end of the show. This is the final. With the fucking monologues. He's got the opening monologue, the halfway through the show monologue. Now he's got the final monologue. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can't say he doesn't prep for a show. That's I, for sure. I'm not accusing him of not writing. I wish he wouldn't. It was my pleasure to lead this panel discussion on what may very well be the final episode of this podcast before fascism puts its boot on the neck of democracy, thus rendering all critical thinking and therefore satire meaningless and entirely redundant. For what good is it making a remark about the head of a new fascistic American state when instead of a drunk heckle, the offending jokester is dragged to the gallows and hung in the presence of his fellow bunkmates in the new labor camps? All right, I just want to point out, and I don't want to get political, but this joke makes zero sense because, first off, the idea that in order to maintain our democracy, you have to vote for just this one party is the opposite of democracy to begin with. So that's fucking stupid right there. I don't know why they ran with that. I guess it worked. But I don't know why they ran with that. It's like, well, you only have one choice or else we lose our democracy. Well, then we already lost the democracy. Do you see how that works? The balls on him to think a ban on critical thinking would affect his show. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's point. the other point that I wanted to make. It's yeah. like if Republicans get in, then we're going to all be banned. They're not the ones banning people off of all the platforms. That is the most appealing <laughs> fucking argument for the Republican Party <laughs> yeah, that no I have shit. ever heard. <laughs> all right, let's keep going. They witness this knowing at least your execution will be a reprieve from their duties of cleaning out the porta johns of the various traveling MAGA rally circuses that show up near their encampments. <laughs> there is a sign of hope. One day, they are promised by their overlords they will be given a brush to scrub out the fecal remains of the rally attendees. <laughs> but until then, we can think of the relatively happy times that we now have. We can still celebrate momentous occasions. For example, we can start celebrating No Shave November, which, in addition to helping raise awareness for prostate cancer, has the added benefit of a month of repose from your significant other saying you need to manscape. 
<laughs> it's also no nut November, which must be very difficult if you're forced to get together For with Tom, your relatives. That's just November. <laughs> <laughs> also known as the eleventh month of the year. <laughs> <laughs> It's also girls have cooties November. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's eat dinner alone November. <laughs> Tom's a loser. <laughs> I guess is my point. <laughs> Which must be very difficult if you're forced to get together with your relatives at Thanksgiving and you're really into incest. <laughs> says I can't make a lighthearted sentiment out of a potentially gloomy future for this country. That's right. Everyone. Good night. No Nut November is terrible because it's Thanksgiving and if you're into incest, you can't fuck your cousin. Get it? It's a pretty good joke. Pretty well crafted. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's on that one sinking for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe. I like that you're savoring it like it's scotch yeah. or like a nice that's cigar. Right. I, I have a joke. I have to. Yeah. It definitely leaves a taste in your mouth, that joke. <laughs> he thought about it, probably wrote it down, and then said, I should share this. It's just bewildering to Yes. Me. He's reading that off of something. Oh, it was totally. typed out, and oh, he's yeah. looking at oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That was... That was his monologue. Yeah, he could barely read or stay on mic. He, he literally not, must not have one person he can run these by, right? To not a like... single person. <laughs> not a single person is he going He can't eh. run it by Jeff or Abby because that'll lose the spontaneity. Right. right. You want to get the real reaction, which is this. Huh. Uh, huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm now going to play for you as my final clip. Thank God. The biggest laugh of this entire hour-long episode. So he introduces a new guest to come on the show. All right, and this is what the, the guest says. Glad to be here, I think. <laughs> well, uh, Casey, why don't you tell us what you think of the, uh, of the upcoming midterms so far, midterm elections? They suck. So the biggest laugh was, uh, I'm happy to be here, I think. And they're like, yeah, dude, <laughs> run for the hills, buddy. <laughs> it's not going to go up. He has our families. <laughs> so, yeah. So we asked him, what do you think about the midterm elections, which are a week away at this point? And the guy says they suck. So that's brilliant analysis. Really good stuff from these people. I'm very impressed with everything that they're doing. I hope they keep it up for a very long time. You know, when I found out his show was called Tom Myers versus the rest of the world, I was so happy to be a part of the world. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just is the worst. He is the worst. Guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. We don't normally do it all, but today we did. <laughs> we did the Little Stinkers podcast. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We did Harrison Young mm. on our cringe of the week. We could have stopped there. We yeah, could have stopped yeah. there. We, stopped we could there. still be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Adam Thoreau put together a brilliant compilation for us to check out on that. We talked about that open mic guy who wanted to cross his I's and dot his T's. Pretty, still laughing. At pretty that good joke. Yeah. Mitch Rosatar had some great parody songs. Patrick Michael got in a big old fight. On the YouTube comments, Tom Myers. And no one knows it but him. Tom Myers still sucks. Yeah, I know. None of these people are going back and looking at this thread. By the way, it took me a long time to find this. This was buried on this thread. There's This video has 300,000 views. This is a very popular video. This thread was not easy to find. I was so happy with myself when I found this thing. I was like, holy shit, it does exist. It is real. Yeah, we Yay. can tell. <laughs> I know. You can tell I was giddy about it. 
He's taking a lot of credit for it, too. Uh, we talked about how Chad Zumach had a meltdown. Oh, and Drew Lane was listening to Chad the other day and sent me a note that he uh, Chad got three new Patreon members, and he was giving them shout-outs on the show. He was really excited about three new Patreon members. I'm going to subscribe. You should. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, you'll get a shout-out. Yeah, I've been craving a shout-out sure. lately. <laughs> We talked I about would this. rather have my $5. We talked yeah. about this on uh, the Creep Off today. When you do unsubscribe from a Patreon, you get to explain the reason why. Everyone should subscribe to Chad's and then unsubscribe and put Chad Zubach as their reason <laughs> for unsubscribing. <laughs> See what he does with that information. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. We have... Croge coming on the show Hey-o. for the midweek episode. Love it. And we'll be talking about Lorenzo Ariola. And then I'm going to like go to a bodega and get a handmade necklace where someone can write my name on a grain of rice that I can wear as a necklace. Because that'd be cool because my name's super long. And I'd be like, oh shit, you fit in on a tiny grain of rice. That's awesome. Dude, have you ever held in like a shit for such a long time that your ass you feel it farting inside into your stomach that's right this is a show that's all funny i did this with dick masterson on a crossover show but we need to explore this guy much more he is insane lorenzo Ariola. i find him interesting i like to subscribe to his newsletter yes, i yeah. find him fascinating uh, when Dick and I did his show, we both, our, our jaws hit the table simultaneously, and it was uh, the jaw drop heard around the world. Lorenzo Ariola coming up on Who Are These Packages? Am I, am I selling this enough, Producer Chris? Oh, yeah. All right, good. I'll tune in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't have a game for us because we're doing Friday, and Cardiff hasn't sent me. Although, let me check my email. Maybe he has sent it at this point. Oh, let's see if there's he's some usually, dabblers. He's usually a day or catch. two ahead. Let's see. Nope, 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 nope. No games today, which is fine. Cardiff does a great job, and he did a phenomenal job with the Who Said It game this, uh, this previous time. So... With that, Vinny Paulino, thank you so much for coming over, buddy. My pleasure, pal. People should check out The Creep Off. They should. Which is the other show that you do. With you. With me. Yeah. You also do. I love how you try to just blame me for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear blame coming out. Did you hear blame? He doesn't. He doesn't. It's his show. <laughs> well, you do a couple of shows. You do comedy at the Carlson cast. Yes, sir. You just had the Sklar brothers on. This morning, we had a great chat. I'll be uh, watching them tonight at the comedy club. Looking forward to seeing you there. Oh, my God. I'm going to heckle the shit out of them. They love that, right? Yeah, they very they much people do. just interrupt their flow. Because <laughs> yeah. those guys, they don't, like having, timing base. they don't like having a yeah. flow going. They hate that. What you have to do is just repeat the same thing they just said back to them just a little off. Yes. Just a little later. And they're just like, what? And think it was the other one? And they're going to fist fight. You'll see. Perfect. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Anything else you want to promote, Benny? Uh, no, just check out the creep off. Uh, we got a brand new show every Monday. At 1 o'clock live on YouTube. 1 o'clock live on YouTube. Anyone can watch The Creep Off and uh, see how it all goes down in There's real time. a pretty good chance. There'll be some wheel spinning coming up on uh, this episode on Monday. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And you still, you actually, your last consequence was getting a job at a fast food restaurant. You fulfilled that consequence. I have video footage of it. We're still waiting for some more footage. To yeah, I saw her last night. I'm waiting for her to send it to me. Okay, so we just need to get the footage, and yeah. then we'll put together a little package. 
Yeah. I, I worked this at, time I actually saw you working. This I, time I actually got footage of you actually doing it. I did work. They had me doing prep work. Then they had me uh, what, what, what? fucking uh, kneading dough and just getting like, Oh, you shit. were terrible at that. Really Minnie, bad. Minnie was trying to do a finger. He was like throwing it in the air. She's like, keep it on the fucking table. <laughs> hey, she was scolding Hey, him. fat thumbs yeah. on the table. <laughs> yeah. Like, just keep putting those pickles on there. Stop yelling Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a dealer in a casino. They would make his hands are visible so he's not stealing the pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's topless. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> he has these one pocket yeah. pepperoni, other pocket dough. Open your mouth. <laughs> Fucking sausage falls <laughs> out. You know, they were really but annoyed. But where did at the me. cum come from? They were really annoyed at me when I showed up wearing the, the chef hat. <laughs> Please leave. It's hilarious. So, uh, so Vinny, good job on doing that. Can't wait to see what your next consequence is going to be. Fuck off. That'll be a lot of fun. Do you know the stuff that we've added to the wheel recently is really crazy? Like, give podcast hitman money. <laughs> Put some silly shit on that wheel. That's great. Like, fill up podcast hitman's commissary. That's hilarious. My sister-in-law sent him a magazine subscription. I think it was like to uh, like Food and Drink magazine or something like that. Like just fucking with bacon him. quarterly. <laughs> yeah, just like here's all the amazing things you'll never eat again. <laughs> well, all he's so he, rude. Yeah, he was like, send me girly magazines. Like they don't even make those anymore. Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Here's a Sports Illustrated with a trans person on the front. <laughs> Have fun with that. So then he just strangles the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Brian McBride. Hey, pleasure thanks, to be here. Thanks for not running out. No problem. <laughs> I'm surprised you want to be associated with any of this. City of Syracuse does not have, you know, working podcast things they can play podcast. Oh, I thought you were going to say trans people. <laughs> <laughs> city of Syracuse is the last city that's trans free. It's very different there. <laughs> it's very different. It's on the side. Uh, um, no, but Brian, I want to thank you for coming over and hey, doing the show. You. I asked you last minute, so yeah. I appreciate you popping on. Anything, um, anything you want to promote? Oh, anything going no, on? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> I got nothing going on. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, Brian L. McBride. There it is. Very good. Follow Brian. He's a good follow on Twitter. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. All right. Let's get right into some voicemails. And then we'll get everybody out of here. We'll call it a day because I have to restring my guitar. Got the news. Oh, you got a news. Yep. Fuck me then. I forgot. There's a news. All right, let's do news. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Reddit, we find comments regarding episode 358, The Beauty of. Virgil Dweller leads with, I like Pat, but the Detroit show had better audio. Joggerlicious piles on with WATP's shitty audio isn't a bug, it's a feature. Getty Lee's thumb, did Obama make decent audio from Rochester illegal too? Poor Pat, his sound broke down like Carl's dentist's will to live. Horny Jew 666 reports, go to Google and search for Musketeers Bar and Grill, Richfield, Ohio. That's where Chad Z performed. It's a tiny restaurant, and there were three other comedians with Chad. Could they possibly have made more than $20 each? Thought Kicker slays with, is this after Chad hit the coat room? 
breaking down our Cocktober episode, terrible ad rights. You have to hand it to Howard. He knows what the fans want. Therapy sessions with celebrities and old guys having gay sex. Deeply unprincipled comments. <laughs> I was going to comment, but you summed it up perfectly. Outside command. Howard wants a lemon party, but is too terrified of COVID. From the Discord, Mondering Greg opines, gay porn is somehow less gayer than this Howard Stern bit. Along similar lines, Uncle Baby Billy offers, producer Chris is invited to my Stutjo orgy tent. From Facebook, Cassie Cujo has a request. How about we recommend some great episodes for new fans, smiley face. Brian says, let's find John first. Pablo Meza, on the rebound with Dennis Rodman. Classic all-star episode. Marvin Hammond, the first 60 episodes or so until actual Kevin bailed. Manny Bacon Jackson recommends. Chewed gum, Chrissy Mayer, come town. Keith Cook writes, I'd start with one of the greatest episodes of all time. Episode 109, the Stuttering John podcast. Paul Guck does some fact-checking with The Michael Rappaport episode was great Travis Green pipes in with Mom Swipes Left Tom Myers versus the rest of the world The Deep Dive and possibly my fave, Fat Lip And Alex Worth plays us out with Music Special If you are in Buffalo, the episode was played yesterday I'm putting this show out on Sunday. Like your show. <laughs> you so. missed it. <laughs> you missed it, asshole. Where were you? What a show. <laughs> we crushed it. <laughs> we really did crush it at that one. Yeah, that was great. Speaking <laughs> of flying bison brewing, turns out I say the word bison wrong, and I never knew that. It's another one of these words where somebody's like, hey, Carol, you're saying that wrong. And being from Western New York, that's embarrassing. Flying bison brewery. I don't know how the fuck you were saying bison. It wasn't bison. It was retarded. I don't know how you did that. Uh, take the cock out of your ears. <laughs> you take the cock out of your ears, sir. <laughs> so I was saying bison. I, I, like there's a Z in it or something. Sure. It's bison. Hey, um, sorry to uh, interrupt here. Someone just suggested a great. Wheel of Consequence idea. Yeah, I saw that. Church and Juggalo makeup. Go to church, yeah, Jody B. Go to church and Juggalo makeup. Oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, I'm putting that on. I wouldn't I would go to the mall and Juggalo makeup. Are you kidding me? I can't imagine church. That's insane. The only way I would do that is if I was also on meth. All right, uh, now I'm in. Now I'm in. Now it's making sense. So you, you land on consequences. You right? land on try math, yes. and then you land on yes, that. Yes, okay. right. I take it. I take care of all of it in one Sunday morning. Is there a consequence? Has two consequences? There should be. That's a funny idea. Shut the fuck because up, McBride. There, there is one where the other person has to spin. Yeah. Be funny if you land in that one. It's like now get two consequences. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. It's like the bankrupt. Kind there of should funny. be a bankrupt. <laughs> kind of funny. Oh, t- Tony Michaels called in. I fucking love Tony Michaels. Only when he calls into the voicemail. It's hilarious. Hey, Kevin. Tony Michaels here. <laughs> Do the black guys that fuck your wife get offended by the donkey jerking off in the corner, you doofy guck? What's the name of your producer again? Engineer Craig? That's a good-looking guy. I bet he fucks your wife good, you doofy guck. <laughs> What's the name of your hero? Crampany Humulus? Does he get nervous about your teeth when you're sucking his dick, you toothy cuck? I gotta go build a shed. Drive in, drive out, drive through. 
Oh, wow, shit. that's funny. <laughs> I love you, toothy. <laughs> I actually am enjoying that impression too. Yeah, that's yeah, solid. Yeah. I mean, it's it's spot on. When, when I was listening to Tony Michaels recently, I was like, "Holy shit!" I don't know which one sounds more like Tony Michaels. I know. It's hard to tell. Pretty good stuff right there. All right, what's this next one? Oh, I've been talking about, and this is real. I'm not making this up. Stuttering John, the clips that we play of him have inspired people to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. We're saving lives on who are these podcasts. Mm. You know, and I don't like to say things. I don't like to toot my own horn, but it's an amazing show that everyone loves and we're saving lives. But there's. <laughs> but we're doing even more than that. Yo, Kyle. Um, dude, Stuttering John is such a failure that it inspired me to, like, learn about the teachings of Buddha, bro. Like, honestly, Stuttering John sucks so much that, like, not only have I stopped drinking, I've stopped, like, all bad habits, and I'm conscious of developing further new ones. Like, he's the least aware person to exist. Like, <laughs> I've been enlightened by John's retardation. Thank you, Kyle. There are people who are going through med school because of these clips. This guy is studying Buddha. I mean, we're, we're doing so many great things. A butterfly flaps its wings in Africa. This guy <laughs> finds enlightenment. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Go figure. Oh, this guy has a joke about my mom. Carl, your mom is so hairy that when you were born, you got rug burn. What are you laughing about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shut up, Engineer Craig. (laughs) Uh, Well, I have been zinged and I love it. Just when I think you're getting lazy and soft and going all Hollywood on us, you drop episode 359. Fucking A, hamburger. I'm going Hollywood. <laughs> I went to Hollywood recently. Yeah, maybe but... Hollywood, Florida. Like, <laughs> well, <yes. laughs> now, now you're talking right there. All right. A panicky Pete calls into the show. This is I, I don't know if this is a new character or not, but this is panicky Pete calling in. All right. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be good. I, I want I want him to this i want to play it on the i want to play it on the air like uh, oh oh hey oh oh shit hey hey carl and uh 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 yeah you're a cunt mcbride was that you yeah that was me <laughs> okay i had a feeling now you guys know and love gary from san diego yeah. love gary as do i but i'm also starting to enjoy fake gary from san diego <laughs> as well fg <laughs> hey carl it's Gary from San Diego. Well, no sightings of Stuttering John today. I bet he's not having a good day. You know who else isn't having a good day? Is my wife, Judy. Boy, she heard my voicemail the other day. And the way I said, Retro Bernardo, California. She knew right away. That's where I go to meet up with my crack hoe. Woo, was she mad. She tried to show me what for, so I had to put a cap in her ass. Oh, well, I told her when I dropped her off at the hospital, at least you're not stuttering, John, hun. And she said, oh, boy. It's your boy, Deluxe. 
He, he lost the impression like a third of the way through that. I, I hope fake it. Judy is okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fake Judy. Uh, if you want to contribute to fake Judy, uh, everything that you contribute to my PayPal this month, I'll give Be, you fake Beloved Judy. fake Judy. <laughs> All right, the real Gary from San Cut Diego. Cut down yeah. by a racist. I swear to God, 30 minutes after that call, I got a call from the real Gary from mm. San Diego. He must have, like, his Hey, Carl. <laughs> hey, Carl, Gary from San Diego. Steve Sharippa, before he went on to Sopranos, he was the uh, general manager of the Riviera Casino Comedy Club during the 90s. And... Uh, I guess when John somehow got to introduce people, he was in the back and saw it with his own eyes. Uh, from listening to Steve Sharippa's own podcast, I could see where he would not put up at a, with a lazy bullshit artist like John. So, yeah, he probably got pretty pissed at John for uh, embarrassing the comics. Okay, that's it. All right. Thank you very much for that update. I didn't realize that he had a career before The Sopranos. Oh, really? Managing a You didn't think club. that that 44-year-old man, when he got the role, did something before? I just assumed that he played with model trains. I just assumed that's what he always did. I don't know. The Blue Comet. <laughs> All right. Two more voicemails. Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan. The mob never fucks with anybody's children because putting a bullet in a guy's head and burying the body somewhere doesn't mess up kids. You know. That kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a, really, that's a really good point. This this metaphor, this analogy that John has, it's like not even the mob does that kind of thing. It's like no, they just kill the right. the kids. Yeah, dad. they do much much worse. Yeah, much much worse. They torture and kill the kid's dad, and then they don't have a dad anymore. And yeah, <laughs> to go move somewhere with their mom who has no money because yeah, and nobody in the family talks to them anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's great. They're completely isolated. Yeah, no, no, no. we're way worse than the mob. <laughs> Obviously, John. It's a really good point. All right, last one. Holy shit. Fuck Bruce Springsteen. I'm so glad somebody finally said it. And fuck saxophones, producer Chris. Fuck them. Call me back. Uh, you know what he could do with a speedball? He could throw that speedball by a... Make you look like a fool. You, you think that John's kids, who I'm definitely not talking about right now, yeah. uh, tell their friends that their father was killed by the mob? It's <laughs> yeah, the there's a mob. Don't look him up online. Don't Google his name. Don't go to YouTube and look for him. No, no. My dad was uh, uh, James Melendez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have one clip from Centering John. Here we go. All right, that's all I got for us, everybody. <laughs> okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a great episode. That was really great.